0: Hello there everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Speaking of traveling the world, we're traveling through the Philippines currently. We're here in beautiful Manila. Just tomorrow I'll be doing a one-day workshop all about how Filipinos can make money while traveling the world. It's my first time ever doing a workshop here in the Philippines. Super excited to inspire the local people to also travel just like our guest is, just like I am, and just like literally millions of people around the world are doing as well. Uh, So one of the things we like to uh, cover on the show is the whole area of speaking, Uh, because as a professional speaker, as a workshop leader, you can pretty much travel your way around the world by uh, either getting paid uh, to come to uh, uh, different uh, parts of the world or running your own workshops. Like That's what I'm doing currently here in the Philippines. I've done it in South America, uh, Central and North America as well. Uh, So our guest today is going to be covering that topic. Our guest, his name is Luke Scott. He is joining us from London, in England, the United Kingdom. He is a renowned international speaker, a TV host, a philanthropist, educator. He has traveled around the world, uh, you know, teaching thousands of people how to live with freedom, love, and of course, purpose. Uh, You can find out more about him at LukeScottOfficial.com and of course, StandOutOnline.tv. Uh, So we'll be talking all about speaking on this episode with Luke. Luke, how are you doing today in London, my friend? Hey, I am amazing here in London and
1: super excited to share with you all exactly how you can travel the world
0: doing what you love and getting paid for it. I think what could be more fun than that? No kidding, no kidding. And, you know, one of the big barriers to traveling the world is money or the lack thereof. So a lot of people say, oh, I wish I could do what you're doing, Ricky. And I'm sure you get this too, Luke. I, I wish I could do what you're doing, Luke. Well, you can. I'm an average everyday guy. Luke's an average everyday guy. We just figured out a way to monetize our passions, live on purpose, and help others to do the same. So, Luke, uh, before we get into the speaking, we want to hear your story. So let's hear a little about your background growing up in the UK, about how you got into entrepreneurship, And then how did you decide that you wanted to do speaking as your main focus? So walk us through that journey.
1: Sure. And growing up in the UK, straight away, I'm I'm very grateful for because it gives you a certain amount of comfort. And I know some people listening will not have anything like the National Health Service we have here or the, the government benefit system that we have, which keeps us safe and alive and fed. So that was... You know, that gives us a a big leapfrog start because once you feel safe, once you feel secure, that's where you can really start being creative. And um, I was uh, born into a family where we were in that place where we were on the poorer side of people in the UK. So my dad was a drug addict and was in and out of um, psychiatric hospitals my whole life. And my mum raised me and my brother on government benefits. So we had just enough to survive, but not enough to thrive. Right? There was no uh, living frivolously, it was, it was basics. And we did get picked on a lot for, they would call us the, the scruffy kids, right? Because my little brother would have to wear my old clothes and things like that. So for me growing up, I saw whenever money came around, it would make my mom cry. Money made my mom cry. So I was like, okay. As a very young kid, I knew I had to do something differently and I had to find a way to make money so my mum wouldn't have to cry. And that was it, that was my motivation, that was my big push, it was like, cool, I'm gonna be successful and I'm gonna do whatever it takes. So I'm the only person in my family who ever went to university. And, but I knew I needed to get educated. The people that I looked up to were people like Richard Branson, Alan Sugar, and they're both self-made millionaires and now billionaires probably. Right? And reading their autobiographies and learning about their life, I knew one thing, they, they had vision. They had vision and they knew how to communicate with people. So that was, that was it. That was my path to learn how can I find my vision and how can I learn how to communicate it? And that's exactly what I teach people how to do now. I teach you how to find your purpose. Every single person watching this has a purpose. You have some message, some mission. You've been through something that someone else is going through right now and they want shortcuts and they will pay you to show them how to do it. But you just have to find your thing. And then once you found it, you have to tell people about it, right? Because You can have the best product, the best service in the whole world, but unless you tell people about it, unless you give them the opportunity, no one's going to take it. And that's what I do, Ricky. I just travel around the world teaching people how to find their message and how to speak from stage or on camera or on TV shows, radio, magazines, podcasts, whatever it is to get themselves out there.
0: I love it, Luke, and I'm so glad that I asked you to share your story because automatically, you know, when you went to that vulnerable place about your dad, your mom, the money causing you to cry, I totally can relate because my parents had a lot of problems. They ended up getting divorced, and they were constantly fighting about money, and my belief system around uh, money was, like, money causes divorce. And, you know, having that belief system is going to make me flee money and have a poor relationship, right? So I had to switch my mindset from, like, money causes divorce, which I grew up thinking, to money causes us to have a happy, healthy marriage. And now I'm happily married to my wife, Anne, have three wonderful kids. And I had to shift my thinking and uh, ultimately, um, you know, make money. If I didn't, I would also have a divorce, right? So, uh, (laughs) you know, money is one of the biggest reasons for divorce. So I'm so glad you brought that up about the um, money made my mom cry. And now you've you obviously helped your mom out, helped uh, your brother out, and, of course, helped uh, literally millions of people around the world to what you're doing. So good on you, Luke. Uh, let's get into, firstly, the purpose of vision because that's a key element. Um, how do people actually find their purpose of vision and uh, monetize their passions? Because this is something I come across every day. People are working in jobs they don't like, and they haven't found their purpose, mission, vision, and calling. So how can they do that, Luke?
1: Well, there's, there's two two different elements to this, really. Some people get so hung up on, I must find my purpose. I must find my passion. I must find my, my unique thing. But for me, my purpose keeps evolving. Like I have big visions. I get shown these visions super clear. I saw a vision of me being on The Tonight Show in America promoting my book, which is just about to come out. And when I saw that at the time, I'd never been on TV before. I hadn't done any of that stuff, but the vision felt so good. It made me cry, which is always a good sign. So I was streaming tears of joy. I was like, yes, I'm going to be on TV shows like that from my book. And then that set a new course for me to go, okay, if I'm going to be on TV, if I'm going to be in the media, I need to get great on camera. So I started studying, learning, how can I be great on camera? And it was very similar for how I became a public speaker. I saw a vision of myself traveling around the world, doing speaking events. And I went, "Okay, cool. I need to get great at being a speaker. And so I'm always just kind of one vision ahead. I'm always working towards my vision, which I think is what great people do. You know, Steve Jobs, when he um, decided he was going to change the way we interface with technology, he wasn't thinking about the iPhone 10 or the iPhone 20, right? He's thinking about what can we do right now? He's seeing this vision. What can we, let's get the first model out and then we can refine it. So I think too many people get hung up on, on this, waiting for this perfect thing. It's like, what is your big vision right now? What gets you excited? What do you really love? What are you passionate about? And just go towards that for now. And then the universe will show you the next step. It will show you the next step. You just have to get started on the journey. And then you have other people who find out a service that solves a problem for someone. Maybe they're not passionate about it at all. And they still make a lot of money from it because it solves a problem. One of my friends, he uh, started up one of the biggest steel and rubber tire recycling businesses in the UK. Because he saw it was a huge problem. They had all this excess waste, these tires that were just... Piling up in landfill sites and no one was doing anything about it. Now, is he passionate about tires? No. But it solved a problem. And then was he passionate when he started making millions of dollars? Yes. Then the passion came. So, really, business is about find a problem that someone has, find a solution for it, and they will pay you. Super simple. Now, if you can find a solution that matches with a passion of yours, even better. But you just have to get started. You just have to get started. Entrepreneurs are problem solvers. That's what we do.
0: Love it, love it. I loved how you broke that down into those two options. So one of your passions and your purpose is to speak. Uh, and not only have you done that yourself, but you're training, equipping, inspiring, supporting, educating others to do the same. So let it, let it, let's hear a little bit about your background as a speaker. So when did you really take it seriously from more, more as a hobby level, passion level to really being purposeful and uh, profit-driven in terms of speaking. Uh, walk us through that speaking journey of yours.
1: Sure. I, I started really teaching when I worked as a sales coach and sales trainer for a huge corporate company. So I worked for a $2 billion company, massive global brand, and I was their main sales coach and trainer in the UK. So I was doing classroom-based teaching, but I didn't class myself as a speaker then. But I went to an event and met this guy who's an amazing speaker who's traveling all around the world. And he said, Luke, do you realize you can do exactly what you're doing now for yourself, travel all around the world, running workshops, helping people and get paid a load of money? And I said, I'm in. (laughs) I am in. And so that first year. I invested like £20,000 going on all the courses, programs, getting great mentors, really immersing myself and learning from the people who had already done it. And I think this is so important, right? Because whatever you want to do, if you want to be a great tennis player, you get a tennis coach. You go find someone who's great at tennis and ask them to teach you. You want to get great at business, of course, go and find a business coach. But if you want to get great at speaking, you need to find a speaking coach. You need to find a mentor. That you resonate with energetically and i think this is so important because i believe energy is everything and our our souls our energies they know what we're supposed to do and it will attract to you these people but you have to then take the action you have to be listening to it so that first year i went all in i was speaking everywhere i possibly could Every chance I got for five minutes on stage, I would travel to the other end of the country for five minutes on stage. I didn't care. I was in, right? I needed the stage time. I needed the photos, the videos, the social proofs. I was in. And I don't see a lot of speakers having that kind of commitment. But what happened, because I invested in a really great mentor, I got to leverage his network, his contacts, and it super sped everything up for me. In six months, I was already doing a three-day event out in Vietnam. We did a three-day event out in Malaysia. We had people running to the back of the room to buy our products and our services, like throwing their credit cards to try and join our programs. And that was in six months. Now, most speakers, even after six years, they still haven't got to that level. And that investment, you know, that 20,000 pounds, some people might think that's a lot, but for me, that was the best investment I ever made. And that's always my advice to anyone. Whatever you want to do, go and find a mentor who can help you. Find someone who's done what you want to do and ask them to show you how.
0: Love that advice. So you are a mentor to other speakers. So let's hear your wisdom, your tips, your strategies to uh, becoming a powerful speaker, obviously, it's practice, 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 but tell us some tangible things you can do when you're on stage, when you're uh, delivering your message. Give us some uh, practical tips here, Luke. Of course, yes.
1: First tip I will give you, you need to have a structure. Too many speakers just waffle. They try and wing it. It doesn't work. You can only flow with what you know, so you have to know the structure first and keep it simple. If you look at most viral marketers now, it's always three tips or four tips or five tips, the five things you need to know, the three things you need to know. It's very simple and easy for the human brain to to remember. So when I teach public speaking, I teach people there's four things you need to know. Now, if I said to you, Ricky, if you wanna be a great public speaker, All you have to do is learn these 36 things. And once you master these 36 things, you will be able to speak on stages all around the world. What does your brain do?
0: You had me at five, anything beyond five, I start forgetting.
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So keep your structure
0: super simple. And what does this
1: mean? It means if you're talking about something that you really, really love, really love, and all you have to remember is your three points, you don't need a script. If it's something you're you living and breathing, you've really embodied, you have you can talk about with integrity. You don't need a script. You just need to know your basic structure. So when it comes to public speaking, if you wanna be a global influencer, if you wanna really make an impact in the world, I teach us four things. So I'll share them with you now, super quick. We do do whole day workshops on these. We've got full video online courses about these. I'm gonna give you the fast version. First thing, you wanna be a great speaker you need to get clear on your purpose. You need to know what your unique message is, because every single person has some message. And when you find that message, it is your duty to share it with the world, because there are people out there right now just waiting for you to step up. But if you don't have the right message, maybe you're talking about something you're good at. You know, the example I use, I know someone who talked about property. And they were great at property, but it's not their passion. It's not what they lived and breathed. And so energetically, there was just this this incongruency. didn't quite resonate with people. Find your message. Find your unique message, and everything will change. All the opportunities will come to you, first thing. Second thing, if you want to get TV interviews, media, radio, podcasts, speak on stages, you have to sort out your positioning. You need to position yourself as an expert. When you're positioned as an expert, people see you as an authority in your industry. And this is essential because people don't want to buy from generalists. They want to buy from specialists. You want a specialist to come and speak on your podcast, right? And that's why you invited me on. If you want to get on someone's stage, you have to be a specialist. So super, super important. Third thing this thing is super, super fun. You need to be a great presenter. Ricky, I want you to repeat after me. Okay. Nobody. Yes. Nobody
0: is going to book you if you're boring. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Nobody is going to book you if you're boring. And I feel I'm pretty (laughs) animated. Uh, A lot of people like uh, say I speak with my hands too much. So I (laughs) am not boring. And that's, uh, that's probably why I've had success as a speaker and also a host, a TV host, et cetera. So go on, go on.
1: Yeah, you have to be exciting. You have to be engaging. At university, my lecturers were so boring. People were just falling asleep, you know, like reading off a PowerPoint slide word by word. That is old school speaking. It doesn't work anymore. People want to feel your heart. They want to know that you genuinely want to help them and they want to know your why. They want to know why you're doing this. They want to feel you. And this is so important. So you need to work on your presentation skills, just like I did when I went and learned how to be great on camera or how to be fantastic on stage. It takes practice, right? It's not something you just wake up and go, okay, cool, I'm great at it now. It's trial and error and tweaking. And this is where expert feedback comes in. This is where having a coach really helps. It takes the guesswork out. And then the fourth thing, the last thing, and this is what I think everyone's waiting to hear about, You've got your own purpose, you are positioned as an expert, you're a great presenter. Now you need to focus on how do you make profit? How do you monetize your message? How do you take all these eyeballs that are watching me now because you're on TV now, you're on the radio now, people are giving you attention. Now how do you turn that into tangible money? Because when you have money, you have freedom. When you have money, you have choices. If you want to make a big global impact, you need resources and money is energy. And you need that energy to build things. So how do you build the right products? How do you create your, your funnel in a way to bring people through the journey, the customer journey with you, where maybe they start off buying a low-level product and then they work up to buying a slightly um, bigger investment and then coming on your one-on-one mentorships, your premium products, your retreats. You need to to structure this in the right kind of way. And this, if, if you take one thing away from this, really listen to this because this is so important. As a speaker, if you are not offering some kind of product or service to your audience right now, you are doing them a disservice. You can give the best 60 minute, 90 minute presentation in the world, right? And you might inspire some people, you might, Give them a new way of looking at the world. But after your talk, they're going to go back to their negative family, their negative friends, the job they probably don't like. And in a week, in two weeks, they will have forgotten most of what you said. You have to have a way for them to work with you on a deeper level if you want to make a lasting impact. So create an online course, create a book, create a workshop, a retreat, an event, or something. But you need that if you want to really
0: change the world. So. That would be tricky. They would be my four things. How was that? I love it. I love the alliteration as well, my friend. Uh, purpose, position, presentation, and profit. The four Ps to become an amazing speaker. P. So I love I uh, those tips there. Uh, I do the same thing. Like I have the four steps to travel the world. Save, sell, sponsorships, and salary. And I can speak anywhere about it just because I have that in my mind. I'm living the message. So it's just like... Uh, yeah we resonate we're resonating here luke so basis of four p's right i want to talk about like um, the actual skills when you're on stage okay so this is great in terms of like the framework how how, you know obviously you got to like figure out the purpose uh, element the positioning element the the go-to expert thing the presentation skills and finally the profit you got to sell on stage so a lot of people as you know are afraid of public speaking they get sweaty palms they get nervous Mm. and uh, they have all these uh, afraid of judgment etc so when you're on stage what are your tips there in terms of like uh pre walking on stage when you're on stage you get in the zone obviously you and me do it because we're speakers but maybe people who haven't been speaking give them some solid tips just like you did already but how do they smash it on stage
1: yeah of course Well, uh, they did a survey in America of people's biggest fears and public speaking was the number one fear that they found. People were more scared of standing on stage speaking than they were dying. And this is what I talked about, Ricky. Find a problem that people have. Okay, wow, people are scared of public speaking. My solution is I teach you how to be a fantastic, confident speaker. There's a huge problem and we're solving it, which is exactly what you want from your business. So the thing about fear or nervousness When you're born, you just have two fears. You have a fear of falling and a fear of loud sounds. That's it for survival. Any other fear you've got has been given to you at some point in your life. So if you're scared of speaking, if it's been given to you, we can take it away. So we just have to find out where did that come from. So we do these two-hour sessions where it's called an overcoming fear session. We just totally blast out your fear in two hours, gone, forever. And it's really amazing how it works. It's super deep. But if you want a short way you can do this quickly for yourself, you need to start using your imagination. Imagination is amazing. Your brain, your body doesn't know the difference between something you imagine and something that is real. It releases all the same things on a physical level, a chemical level, an energetic level when you imagine something really happening. Do you ever have like a really vivid dream, Ricky, where you wake up and you're shaking and you're sweating and it's like yeah, it really happened?
0: Definitely. Definitely,
1: definitely, definitely. My fiance sometimes has dreams where I cheat on her and then she wakes up and she's still angry with me. And like, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. (laughs) That was dream Luke. Uh, But for her, it was so real. So we can use our mind in the same way. So before you go on stage, breathe, breathe deeply, connect with your body. Imagine yourself being on stage and being totally calm, totally comfortable in your power, and delivering a fantastic presentation. Really feel what that would feel like to stand on that stage, speaking so clearly, and feel what the audience feels like as they're hearing you. How are they reacting to what you're saying? And really get into that vibration of being in your power, being so confident, so comfortable. And that's called getting into state. And when you can go on stage in that kind of state, There's no fear, there's no nerves. And something that I got told when I first invested all that money in my public speaking training, someone said to me, if you are nervous or scared about speaking, it's because you're being selfish. The audience need to hear what you have to say. There is someone in the audience that needs what you are delivering. Otherwise, the universe wouldn't have brought you all together. When you focus on service, the fear goes away. So stop being selfish and go out there and serve. And when I heard that, I was like, wow. When you're nervous, you're worrying about you or how do I look or how am I acting? Or what if people don't like me? Or what if I make a mistake? That's you being in your head. That's you being selfish. Go and serve. All the fear goes away.
0: Love it. Love it, my friend. Uh, because not only do people have a fear of public speaking, they have a fear of rejection, a fear of selling on stage, et cetera. So I love that, um, you know, the mind shift shift from selling to serving. Now, when it comes to uh, obviously speakers and, uh, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, if you're not selling, you're doing a disservice. So when it comes to actually being on stage and selling, walk us through how that looks like. Are you it throughout? Uh, you know, like we've seen those terrible speakers where they, they switch into like selling mode and like people start, okay, like time to tax, they wait till he's finished selling. People start yeah. in the washroom, people start talking in the hallway. So how do you not become that speaker who is basically selling from stage and doing in the terrible way? Walk us through the journey you do as a speaker uh, and training your speakers to sell effectively and serve effectively from stage
1: yeah of course and this is where me being a sales coach really came in and and the trick is to sell without being salesy right and and the way i learned this is by being the opposite i I was pushy i was a pushy salesperson when i first started speaking from stage i was making people run to the back and that's what got me a lot of great results but then it's called a push sell when you make people run to the back it's called a push right you're forcing them to the back like you build up the energy super high and then you, you push and you go. I much prefer a pull cell, I much prefer an attractive sell where, like you said, throughout the presentation, you're always seeding. You're talking about your products, your programs. You're leading them on a journey to a conclusion which is totally a no-brainer. And when you sell, a lot of people build up the emotion. to get people very emotional. And if you want people to run to the back, do that, build up their emotion, they'll run to the back, but you'll get a lot of refunds, you'll get a lot of cancellations. The other way people do it is by being super logical. Now, when you are logical, this is where people make a no-brainer decision. They, They have a problem, you show them the solution, it makes sense, why would they not work with you? But if you're too logical, it's boring and you miss out on those people who are emotional people. So, if you really want to do the best job, you have to balance, make people emotional, get them feeling about their passion that this is something they need to do and, and build the urgency. And then get them logical, like, cool. So, this is the exact solution I need for my problem. And when you can balance emotion and logic, magic happens. And then you won't get refunds, you won't get returns, or not as many anyway. You still always be some people who will change their mind, but that's just the nature of the business. And don't get upset when you get those people too. When I first started speaking, someone cancelled on me. I thought it was me. I made it mean so much. Oh my God, what did I do? Oh no, don't make it mean too much. Sales is a numbers game, right? And there's always more people who need your help. So that'd be my top tips on how to sell from stages. Take people on this journey. You start selling from the moment you step on stage. There is no, there is no switching into sales mode at the end. But sell in a way where you're educating people, give them lots of value, educate them all the way through your presentation. So by the end, they know you are the person to help them with their problem.
0: Beautiful. Well said. I love the whole balance between logic and emotion, uh, seeding throughout the whole uh, presentation. And and of course, uh, you know, um, uh, causing the causing them to act and uh, to sign up. So uh, you also uh, help speakers stand out online because you could, have a, uh, you could have the amazing speeches, you could be super confident, super bold, but if you're not standing out, if you're not positioning yourself as the expert, you're not gonna get speaking engagements. So tell us about your process to get people to stand out online, increase their visibility, increase their positioning, and ultimately get those speaking gigs. Yeah, well, the fastest
1: way is to get on TV shows. you're on tv and radio and podcasts and things it changes everything for you instantly your positioning is like expert level so i have my own tv show called the standout online show and we interview some of the world's top entrepreneurs thought leaders people who really like making a big difference and stand out and this is a great way for you to get total credibility massive branding because certainty sells right when people can trust you when they see wow you can, you're on a 30 minute TV show talking about your message so clearly, powerfully, of course, they're going to book you for more, right? And it builds up this kind of momentum. The more you speak, the more you speak, right? The more you're out there, the more people go, wow, I want you on my show. I want you on my podcast. I want you on my radio, my TV, my stages. So it's building up this momentum. So Uh, This is a service we offer. We can literally get people on TV, radio, magazines, podcasts. If you're interested in doing that, just get in touch with us and we'll share with you exactly how you can do it. It's a super simple strategy. You don't need to be uh, you don't need a degree. You don't need any qualifications. You don't need to have written a book. You know, some people say, oh, well, I need to write a book first before I can be an authority figure no of course having a book is amazing my book's just about to come out and it's going to be totally revolutionary like there's no book out there like it and it's going to be great for a talking piece you know Uh, you can go on other people's shows with a book it's a talking piece but you don't need that every single one of you can become an expert and it's super quick you just have to know the right kind of structure and how to do it and it's not something I can go through in a 20-minute in a podcast. Uh, unfortunately, it is a whole structure and a process. But if you are interested and you know you want to be a global speaker, you want to make a big difference in the world, please do get in touch and we'll tell you exactly how you can
0: do it. Beautiful, Luke. Uh, so I always ask my, uh, this question to my guests. Usually it's uh, not, uh, you know, my interviews aren't like the cookie cutter questions to everyone, but I always end with this question, which is the vision. You know, we started talking about purpose of vision. So I would love to interview here, end the interview here by hearing your big vision, your big purpose. Like, is it that uh, Today Show? Is it that uh, speaking around the world? Is it a specific stage? Like, tell us about your vision forward in the next few years and beyond in terms of the big global impact you want to have.
1: Yeah, of course. I have a few visions. But one of the visions I saw for myself, and when I say visions, what I mean, just to be really clear, when I meditate, when I'm really connected with my body, and really in alignment, I get shown what, to me, are snippets of the future or potential futures. So I've seen a few different ones, but the ones that really excite me right now, I've seen myself uh, being the main spiritual mentor for the world's biggest leaders. These are big celebrities, politicians, these kind of people, giving them advice on how they can be more centered, more aligned, more connected, and how they can make a big impact. So that's one, and that one, it feels super great, and I can see it really easily. And the people I'm attracting now, the people in my network, they're already these kind of influencers, and for me to sit down with them and give them advice and them to listen like this guy who came from nowhere who has, who, uh, you know, used to have to borrow books from the library. I'd take book, massive stacks of books home just to go and read, right? And now people want to know this stuff that I've read. I'm like, wow. So that's one. The other one is with our Standout Speakers Academy. This is our speaker training company. We've created our own. It's like a Netflix for business, okay? Everything you need to grow a business, it's there. It's on our standoutonline.tv channel. And we've seen this going out to 3 million people, teaching 3 million speakers how to find their purpose, how to get out there positioned as experts, how to be great presenters, how to make profit and how to make an impact. So 3 million people we're looking to bring in and these people, we're just attracting them. We call them soul level clients, right? Soul level clients, they're coming in, they're amazing, we connect. Ricky, you know when you work with people, you get some people who are like hungry, really keen, they're totally on it. You tell them to do something, they go and do it like you know they're going to be successful. And then you get other people who are just hard work, right? They're not ready, they're not serious, they're just dabbling, they're just messing around and this is why they get no results. So we're attracting these 3 million soul level clients who are ready to become great speakers. And that's our big mission, vision, purpose right now. That's what we're putting all our energy towards. So we've got our online courses, we run our events and workshops all around the world, retreats to teach people how to do
0: this stuff. Well, they might be, or they will be, certainly some people in our audience who wanna take up that offer, who wanna you know, attend some of those workshops, Uh, grab a copy of those online courses, uh, maybe be a guest on your standout uh, TV. Uh, How can they do that? Tell tell us about uh, the ways they can connect, tell us about uh, the courses, et cetera. Fantastic, yeah. If you would like to be on the TV show, that would be
1: fantastic too, and there's two ways. If you have a big, ready-made audience, if you are already a big influencer, get in touch, we'd love to have you, Um, or if you're not, if you're just kind of starting out and you're maybe a bit uh, smaller, You can pay to be on TV shows, you can pay to be on radios, and this is a great way to get out there, and you can pay for speaking gigs too. A lot of people don't like that, but for me, it's the fast way, right? Like I said, I paid 20,000 pounds for mentors, programs, courses. Do that, it's the fast way, or you can do the slow, organic way, right? But check me out, standoutonline.tv. You can see all the episodes of our TV show as well, and we've got loads more coming out, and you can click on Learning Zone and see our online courses. And then the other option, check me out on lukescottofficial.com. And there's got all the links to my social medias. So you can add me on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and I post loads of free content for people too.
0: Perfect. I'll have those links below. Once again, LukeScottOfficial.com and, of course, uh, StandOutOnline.tv. So I'll have those links below so you can click right through over here on YouTube if you're watching it or over here on iTunes on the show notes. Uh, So, Luke, my friend, uh, thank you for coming on to this show and inspiring our audience equipping them with those solid practical tips. Thanks, my friend. My pleasure. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in and letting us hear your eyes, letting us your yours to come on to uh, as a listener uh, or a watcher onto this podcast and videocast. Uh, thanks, everyone, and we want to see you guys on stage, figuring out your purpose, figuring out your mission, and delivering it to the world. Uh, so thanks, everyone, and we'll catch up with you guys in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to make, how to make money, how to make a difference,